thought I'd just say a few words about scepticism. Um, just for a, a few reasons. Uh, it's partly that there's been quite a lot of news about uh, the use of models in epidemiology forecasting and how those influence policy doesn't sound very Buddhist does it this subject but actually I think it kind of does tie in a bit I'll try and make it make sense um, the main the main thing that I saw was um, there's a couple of articles about the <coughs> excuse me a couple of articles about the poor quality of the code uh, of the uh, epidemiological modelling model that's used by uh, the Imperial College team that's been very influential in terms of uh, providing forecasts on likely outcomes of different levels of uh, lockdown. And uh, there's been some probably warranted criticism of the standard of code and the lack of tests and the structure of it and so on. And there have been some, um, there's at least one very good article, which I don't know, I may, I may add a link, I don't know if people are interested, but there's been one good article basically agreeing with that, but also talking about why these things come about. Uh, what, what it is about the academic environment which doesn't really encourage rigorous coding. Um, but, uh, I don't know, there's a, there's a couple of interesting articles. I may put a link in, but I don't know if people are really, are really into, into that, who are listening to this, but... The reason it came up in terms of scepticism was a, a couple of points that, have, that are made in the original critical article saying that, of course, it doesn't mean the model's wrong. It's just incredibly difficult, if not impossible, to actually rigorously test it and check it and make sure that the outcomes are consistent and reasonable. And part of that is if you have a model where... Well, the whole, the whole thing is really, really difficult... Uh, you know, making predictions about something as complex as a pandemic and progress of infections and so on is just mind-bogglingly complex. But models can be can be useful as a guide. Um, but it, it basically part of the criticism was that, as I've said, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily wrong. Uh, Obviously, I, I, I think it would be much better if, they were, if it was all nicely rigorously coded and commented and completely understandable. Uh, that, would be, that would be great. Um, but one of the reasons that I, I thought it was an interesting thing is that I saw some, a couple, actually, of people linking to that report. And uh, both of them said something like, either it's a shame about the, 
name of the website or ignore the name of the website. And the website is Lockdown Skeptics. I'm not sure if it's .com, but anyway, it's got it's Lockdown Skeptics. And I thought that was a very interesting, interesting thing because, as far as I'm concerned, skepticism is is useful. It's a good thing. Um, I'm not talking about a sort of hollow, uninformed, um, just being oppositional and I'm trying to remember the word for this there's a word isn't there that's basically I'm against it no matter what (laughs) just because I want to be contrarian that's the word I was groping for so I'm not talking about just being a contrarian because I think that's probably as or indeed more vacuous than simply blindly agreeing with the last thing that you read um but what I'm what I'm saying is that scepticism, in terms of actually thinking about stuff and deciding whether you agree with it or not, and understanding why you agree with it or not, is actually, to me, transparently important. I mean, it's just completely obviously important because if you if you haven't taken on board the arguments for and against a position, then you haven't really understood the position nor do you know why you hold it, should you hold a position about that issue. So, and I am lumbering towards Buddhism, so don't worry. So the next thing I was going to say is that I think it's really important, it's something that's going on quite a lot now, sort of shutting down people and no-platforming people in academia, quite a lot in the news about it. Or at least if you read the news that I'm reading in the past. So again, that might be exaggerated, but I think there is there is generally a lot of feeling of um, an inability to question, even if it's to question things which you then, it turns out, you agree with. Um, it's just strange that there's a lack of debate, a lack of discussion about quite important issues. And I say debate because I remember when I was at school, we actually did have a debating society. And I was on that debating society, the sort of school debating team for one kind of tournament, I suppose. It was sort of a a set of reciprocal visits and so on. And the reason I bring it up is that it it was interesting to me that uh, part of the process was that you were assigned your position on on an issue. So they they didn't ask you what you believed. You were simply told, this is the the proposition. And and you were then assigned a pro or anti position in the debate. And you then had to come up with a reason why you held that position. Or you had to argue for that position, I should say, because you didn't necessarily hold it. And it, it was a very interesting, it was a very interesting process because the first thing is that it actually showed you that just because people have well-argued cases for things, it doesn't actually mean that they believe them. So it, again, that, well, skepticism comes up because. 
eloquence and forcefulness and confidence in themselves are clearly not the same as being correct or uh, necessarily having a, a good case for a position. Thank you. Um, the second thing is that it became very clear that it's possible to pretty much argue any position. Which I guess is related to the first thing, but I think it was quite interesting that there's this almost an infinite number of positions that one can take and it's possible to come up with plausible reasons for almost all of those. Um, and what limitations you put on. You know, I guess that's where ethics come in and morality. You, know, you can argue for all sorts of things. And indeed people have. People have satirically argued for really bizarre things in order to point out the extremity of a situation. I think what all this to me is the reason this is important the reason, it, the reason I'm talking about it is that scepticism is actually really it's a critical skill that you have to as in, in the sense of important you have to be able to to be able to look at a, an idea turn it around in your mind understand it and decide if you need to make a decision decide to, uh, to, to that you agree with it or you don't you know, it seems to hold have some merit or it doesn't and finally trying to tie this back into Buddhism I think this this scepticism is actually quite important because in certainly in Zen I'm not sure about other traditions in, in Zen um, just understanding somebody else's position in the sense of second-hand knowledge, second-hand understanding, isn't good enough. I mean, it, it can definitely help, and there's all sorts of times and ways where other people's understanding is incredibly helpful, just as it is in ordinary life. If you need to get somewhere and somebody else knows, then they can point you in the right direction. But... Uh, you know, in Zen, you can't get a piggyback off anyone. You've got to take every step yourself. And part of that is coming to an understanding of things, coming to an understanding of various things. And that understanding, sometimes it's an intellectual understanding, but the, the real understanding, I think, of the truth of things is, again, as it is in real life, is a gut understanding, is a in a sense, an understanding with the whole of your being. And it would be a mistake to get stuck on some idea of what Buddhism is or the truth is or anything, really, uh, if, it, if that's an obstacle. And I think it very easily does become an obstacle. I mean, in my case, I suppose, it's not so much an obstacle as a stepping stone. You kind of refine your understanding. You leave stuff behind. Um, again, letting go, 
it's really critical um, so once again it comes back to the Buddha's teaching about letting go, about renunciation about how clinging is the cause of suffering and in some ways it's about a return I think to uh, balance where the heart has its say in your life and the head has its say in your life and, and there is a balance and there is a chance for wholeness really well, again I think we all have a taste of this we all know we all know what that can feel like and there are certain times when um, around the birth of a baby or the death of a loved one when The rebalancing is almost taken out of our hands. In fact, it is, I think, taken out of our hands. It's just um, our habitual ideas and opinions just become irrelevant and quietened down for a while as we just experience the wholeness that comes with these major events in our lives. So I guess that's what I wanted to say, really. I think scepticism used properly is a very powerful thing. I think <clears throat> scepticism of ideas, wherever they come from, including our own, is good overall because it means that we can really be honest. You know, do I believe this because it makes me feel better about myself and makes me feel better than someone else? or? Other, other people do I feel you know, am I believing this because it makes me feel good or do I believe this because I know it's true and similarly we can be sceptical to our own uh, self-criticism scepticism doesn't mean you think something is wrong it just means you check before you jump in and decide that you are, you are going to align yourself with that truth or that that truth supports your position. And it's also not a once and for all thing. You know, I think we should always be willing to look again at our assumptions. And I think the more we do look at our assumptions, the more we realise that... Things are always moving on, things are always changing, we're changing, circumstances are changing. And things, views which were helpful in the past aren't necessarily helpful today. So I think a gentle, kind, thoughtful scepticism is a good thing to have. And I think an open mind with a warm heart is a good combination to have. So scepticism may sound like a, almost a philosophical position, which I, I, I guess technically it probably is, but I think to me it's part of 
maintaining being awake and not falling into a fixity of thought and idea. So let's stay warm, let's stay flexible, let's stay loving and be willing to listen and not be frightened of ideas. Okay, I think I'll finish it there. Have a great day and stay well.